A reading from John 12:20-26. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. So the reply seems like a non sequitur to me in the sense that um, Philip comes with the intention of um, introducing some Greeks to Jesus, and I, I want to come back to that in a second, and what he gets is a sermon, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of odd. Uh, but I like the fact that it's Philip and it's Greeks because not too long from now, Philip is going to be on the road and he comes to uh, in contact with this Ethiopian who has heard uh, about Jesus and has been reading in Isaiah. And I think it's the 53rd chapter that he's reading in. And Philip becomes the conduit who baptizes this man and, and turn this foreigner uh, into a believer. And this is kind of a pre, preview of that a little bit. But so we, ha- we have that, and then we have the sermon. Yeah. <laughs> and so and that's what I would love you to sort of help me with. Um, when I read it, the first thing that dawned on me because I felt that same way, what's the connection point here, is Philip rejoicing in people coming for the wrong reason. He, he's on this trajectory of, well, look, now even the Greeks are coming to join this movement. And what Jesus is saying, basically, Philip, you're getting out ahead of the game a little bit. There are going to be Greeks that come, but it's the moment for uh, the Son of Man to be glorified. And by that, we know that he's referring to the cross, Mm-hmm. that he would be lifted up. That was the first part of lifting up, uh, was to be lifted up on the cross. And so, in some ways, maybe Jesus is looking into the subtext of what's going on with Philip. What he's doing is appropriate. You know, how great it is that would people would come to us and say, we would like to see Jesus. And uh, he seems to be doing the right thing, but maybe there's wrong intention. Um, he does, obviously, become the significant link to people coming to Christ. Uh, you mentioned it's in Acts chapter 8 when uh, the persecution breaks out against the church and they're spread out into Samaria and Judea. And Philip is in Samaria and it says that he was being used by God to release miracles. He was praying and things were happening and people were coming to find out about Jesus. And so uh, he is going to have the privilege of introducing a lot of people to Jesus just at the right time. That's a great uh, point, and, and one I would never on my own have understood. Um, that I love the fact that when you, uh, that you and I are talking about this, and, and you can bring um, that, that point of view, it, it ties two things together that seem so separate to me, and that now they make sense. Well, and that's the value of reading God's Word in community. I often refer to the hermeneutical community, which means the interpreting community. 
together, um, you and I are looking at the text, and the uh, unspoken, or maybe through us, the spoken member is the Holy Spirit. And we pray every time before we go into these podcasts that the Holy Spirit would give us insight and speak through us. And I had never thought about this before, but in this moment, because we're together reading scriptures together, the Holy Spirit gives us a fresh insight. And so uh, bless the Lord for all the Bible studies and gatherings that are happening in our day and our time that allow us to wrestle with the Word of God.